Listening to Drinking Dirty in Jersey with Chris Finley and Cassie Finley, right here on LA Talk Radio. Woo! Ladies and gentlemen, boys and girls, children of all ages, LA Talk Radio proudly brings to you the beer drinking champions of the world, the queen of craft beer, Cassie Finley, the man who drinks so much he poos barley and pees hops, Chris Finley. We are Drinking Dirty in Jersey! Cheers, everyone, and welcome to Drinking Dirty in Jersey live on L.A. Talk Radio. And as always, we have a great show lined up for you tonight. It's just a stupid saying. What am I going to say? We have a shitty show lined up. So we have a great show lined up for you tonight. We have yes, a, a shitty show lined sh- up. Terrible show. You should fucking turn off right now. Um, we have <laughs> Twisted Limb Cider uh, calling in. They, are, they, they make handcrafted hard apple cider made with freshly pressed apples right here in New Jersey. And we actually have some of their cider right here. So we're going to do a taste test with the cider while they're on the phone with us. So we're very excited about that. And um, very uh, big thing on the show tonight is we're going to have a salute, rest in peace, to the greatest villain of all time, uh, the WWE's Rowdy Roddy Piper. Not just WWE. He was an actor. Uh, he right. was just – you just know the name. He's just a household name. Anybody says Rowdy Roddy Piper, even if you're not a wrestling fan. You know exactly. Especially if you're our age, like right. grew up in the 80s, you know who he is. So, uh, you know, he passed away, cardiac arrest. I think Hulk Hogan had something to do with that. I don't know. It's kind of weird circumstances. Mr. Fuji hit him in the cane. Hit him with a cane. Bill Cosby chest. slipped in the Mickey. Right. So, oh, yeah. You never know what the Cosby's still out there. Uh, and just uh, speaking too, uh, we have Steve, our big big part of our show, Stephen Giltchrist in studio. Uh, we have him here, which for good reason. This show because we're going to do a lot of wrestling talk, and uh, he's pretty much and kind of an expert on the wrestling. And subject. I have no idea about wrestling, right. except for Rowdy Roddy. So <laughs> I need a little assistance in the, in the Rowdy wrestling Roddy Piper and Hulk Hogan and Andre the Giant is pretty much as far as I get your wrestling from. knowledge yes well you know like Junkyard Dog and the fucking, kind of and the fucking Hillbilly gym. oh and I watch that diva show now so oh I know about God, those they're chicks they're fucking hot <laughs> <laughs> that's about it wrestling chicks are so hot these days they used to be so gross I mean Elizabeth was kind of good looking I guess the macho man's the broad there was that like blonde fabulous moolah or like <laughs> wait, wait. Uh, sensational sherry oh no oh, there was this like bl- there was this blonde chick um <laughs> what was her name and she was like she was like Sunny? No. Um, they just said they just put she just got inducted into the Hall of Fame, actually. I have no idea who you're saying. Oh, about, Trish right? Stratus, maybe. Oh, she's hot. She yeah, I'm not into fake moves. This is some other chick. Alright, well, why don't you get your facts straight before you bring something up on the show? Alright, whatever. There's some chick. No, she's blonde hair. I don't know. She was on the Diva show. That, that's like, you really nailed it down there. She's a Shut <laughs> up. <laughs> Uh, Utah! Give me two. Two beers, that is. And I'm very excited to talk about the beer that I'm drinking tonight. I'm actually drinking Rocker Bust, the ACDC beer, which I just found out existed last night. Uh, very good beer. It's a German beer. Um, I think it's made in Australia, actually. But it's like... Uh, it's like No, five- it's made by Carlsberg. Carlsberg, which is in um, Germany. Germany. I'm sorry. <laughs> um, I think ACDC is Australian, which is why yeah. I said that. Anyway, it's a, it's a 5% alcohol, so it's a good uh, quantity drinking beer. Rocker Bust. So you can drink a lot of them and not get trash, which is always good for me on this show. And Cassie, you can drink. What are you drinking? Gilk saved the day. I was going to be drinking something not so awesome. And Gilk brought Forgotten Boardwalk Funnel Cake, mm. my new favorite beer. What's the ABV on Forgotten it's Boardwalk? It's, it's like five, five. It's like five something. Five, five. Five, five. Yep. And for those of you that don't know, Forgotten Boardwalk is a Jersey beer. Very good. Can if the camera if, see If you it? can see it. Barely. Cassie's way in the back, back there. It's, a, go- it's like, a gold can. Like fucking, what was the guy on uh, <laughs> on Home Improvement? Winston or the guy behind the no, fence? No. Um, what was the guy's name? name. Oh. Hoover. I don't know, something. something Winston. Something like- it's a gold can. Gold can. Gold, gold can. Gold. All the Wilson. Jews just got excited. Wilson. Wilson. Winston Wilson. It's a gold. Oh, it's close. It's gold and it's got a cat on it <laughs> with three eyes. Nice. Gold Very can. good beer though. And uh, Gilk, you're drinking. What are you drinking, buddy? I'm drinking the uh, Shipyard Smash Pumpkin. All the pumpkins are out now. I hate pumpkin beer. I have no idea why I'm drinking this. I got, it's because we got a good deal on it. 
That one's good, though. It's that all right. Good. It's like every pumpkin beer tastes the same to me. I don't know. It's like, that's like how every IPA tastes the same to you. It's like an imperial pumpkin. It's nice. It's pumpkin right. beers, it's nice. they, they used to taste the same to me. And then we started doing the pumpkin beer test. And then I really noticed a difference between pumpkin beer to pumpkin beer. So. But you guys get the Buku pumpkin beers with all, like, the good stuff in it, like... The regular pumpkins kind of well. Old. Fuck yeah, we do. Yeah, that's because like, I like pumpkin beer, so I look for them. So <laughs> your excuse that pumpkin beers all taste the same is that you get the shitty ones. <laughs> Pretty much, <laughs> just like the standard ones. I think you work at a liquor store. <laughs> that's like being a pimp and fucking fat chicks. I mean, you have your choice of whatever chick you want. And... I keep trying with the pumpkins, but I don't know. Like, I thought you were gonna say you keep trying with the fat chicks. Them <laughs> <laughs> <Not> too. Them <laughs> too. <laughs> nice. <laughs> Um, okay, folks, every show we play a drinking game uh, where you folks listening and watching at home can play along as well. We have a drinking word or phrase of the night, and every time that word or phrase is said, you drink. Well, tonight's drinking phrase is throat yogurt. Now, an example of throat yogurt. Yogurt <laughs> just goes, oh, jeez. <laughs> there is an urban legend that Rod Stewart had to go to the hospital for choking on someone's throat yogurt. Oh, drink so bad Cassie I don't expect you to have an example but do you know what throat yogurt is yes you figured it out I no I didn't figure it out yes uh, Gilk you know what throat yogurt is I don't oh know. yeah I have an idea what it is no yeah. I have no idea what it is is that when you eat yogurt I'm kidding I know exactly what it, dumbass. <laughs> Greek yogurt? Yeah, Greek yogurt. Which is disgusting. Ew. Greek yogurt. She Greek. just nasty yogurt. Greek throat yogurt. <laughs> oh, drink! <laughs> Speaking of the drinking phrase, Cassie, when was the first time that you gave head to somebody? Uh, I was 12. 12? Call the fucking cops. Really? You were 12? 37. Who was this guy? I can't tell you. Is this Pete Rose? Yes. <laughs> No, it was Bill Cosby. Oh, God. Oh, God. Suck on my pudding pops. Wasn't that excellent? <laughs> I sounded like he was here. <laughs> was it an older guy, though? Pudding pops. Oh, no. You wasn't... know who it is. No, I don't. Yes, you do. And it's going to piss you off if I tell it. And I when can't say his 12? name on air. Yes, he was also 12. What was uh, – what's the um... – the uh, what's is the uh, circumstance? No, 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 not the cir- well. I am interested in that, but um, <laughs> what's his initials? Is what I'm trying to say. His first name starts with a T. Yes. You really don't know off, off of that. Tits McBurg. No, I don't fucking know who it is. <laughs> Why don't you just throw him under the bus? I'm not. Right no, on there? I'm not going to. I mean, what's the statute of limitations on underage blowjobs? Whatever. I don't want to talk about it. <laughs> I don't want to talk about who it is. Did you is embarrassing? Um, did you swallow or did you, or just spit out the throat? Yogurt? I don't remember. Oh, <laughs> I don't remember. You don't remember? No, I don't remember. To be honest, my first blowjob was I, I was older. I was probably 16, 17 years old. No, I had to be seventeen because I was driving. And there was this one chick in town that blew everybody. And I kind of got oh, jealous. Oh, I know who that is. Not because... Is that is that who I think it is? Yes. And not, not because I was liked her. I got jealous because everybody else is getting a blowjob. I should get a fucking blowjob. I wanted job. to fight the shit so out of So I actually went to her house and knocked on her door and said... You know, at first I got her grandma. Grandma answers. And I'm like, is uh, I'm not going to say her name. Is uh, blowjob queen in? <laughs> <laughs> she comes to the door and I drive her out. And I made up some whole story about like uh, how I'd, like, I always liked her, blah, blah, blah. Just so, you know, she'd blow me. And, yeah, uh, and then, you know, 10 years later, I almost beat the shit out of her at a fucking concert. Yeah, because I talked about it. Now, <laughs> her name starts with an L. L. I forget her name, but I yes. know who you're talking about. Gilk, when was your first blowjob? When you were 12? No, definitely not. Um, I was sophomore in college. Sophomore in college? Wow! Dun, 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 dun. <laughs> <laughs> Jesus Late Christ. <laughs> Did you pay for this blowjob? Did you pay for it? Yes, uh, give me a half and half. (laughs) I got like no play in high school, so like I got no play in high school. So was it because you couldn't dance, or like was there a specific (laughs) bad dance moves? Did you wear like a Peruvian night suit every day to school? Like, I just don't – I don't know. It's not like I was uh, – the only reason I got laid in um, in high school is because of alcohol. That's it because girls would get drunk and when girls get drunk, I look pretty hot. So I'm not a, uh, a, a, a fucking diva like you, 12 well, years old. Well, here's the thing. Jeez. Girls, it's much easier because girls make the rules. Yeah, they have all the control. So – all the power. I didn't even whack off for the first time until I was 12 years old. The carry were under the blanket. Oh, yeah. 
But I didn't even whack off, and you're and you're giving blowjobs out. Jesus, you're some more advanced. Than well, that was the that was the first thing I ever did. Like, I mean, not like make out and stuff, but like right. that was the first like. It's like the complete opposite. You were twelve, and Gilk didn't get a blowjob until yeah. Obama was in office. Yeah, pretty much. <laughs> had to be. Yeah, it was, it was actually a, had to be. GW Bush. No, I. <laughs> One of the Bushes. I don't know. Did she? Did I didn't get Bush to the Russian office. No. <laughs> did you see Bro Bush? Yogurt. Oh! <laughs> did I see what? Bush. <laughs> did I see Bush? Did he see Bush? Oh, yeah. When was the first time you saw Bush? Hey, I thought it was in college. <laughs> Jesus Christ. Wow. Jesus, Skilk. Yeah, I just didn't. I got no play in high school. I was like a fat kid in high school. Oh, like, slow bloomer. I'm just shocked that you're a wrestling fanatic with all that <laughs> evidence that you just gave us. <laughs> but anyway, I want to get into. Uh, I want to get into our salute to Rowdy Roddy Piper. I did a lot of research. Um, not that I need, really needed to do a lot of research on Rowdy Roddy Piper. I know him very well. I grew up in the '80s, um, but he was the first real villain. Shit, I should have got of, two of, of, of anything. Utah, uh, he was the, he was the first uh, real villain of uh, of, oh, of anything. Um, he he okay. was like when you first started watching wrestling, he was like the bad guy, and like for, you know that's it, why I had a crush on him, right? Because you always like the bad boys. Mm-hmm. Um, but you know he and, and you know and like um, back then in the eighties is really when wrestling bloomed, and they really had the good guys versus bad guys and that classic wrestling because before that before mcmahon or vince mcmahon jr actually took over the company it really wasn't like popularized or you know as i'm trying to think of the word it like, wasn't on television it wasn't on television and like it was before the whole rock and roll wrestling thing yeah. and the hulk hogan got big so righty righty piper was one of those guys that just kind of broke the mold of old wrestling and, and really made it mainstream but this guy was the best and the one thing that i remember about rowdy Roddy piper is he used to have the uh, piper's pit where he'd interview uh uh, other wrestlers um and they were hilarious like yeah. i was watching a couple last night and you know overtly racist too like jimmy superfly <laughs> snooker who if you don't know who that that's is the greatest one ever that's he's like, like an islander guy like he's from i don't know where's he supposed to be from like fucking fiji or fiji something, or something like that anyway like he's in the stupid robe with the headband made out of made out of fucking wood and shit like that <laughs> And like, um, <laughs> Roddy Roddy Piper's just, made, out of, made out of wood. Yeah, overtly being racist to him. And then he smashes him in the fucking head with a pineapple. Coconut. A coconut, that's it. And doesn't he like shove a banana in his face after yeah, he's he, like, down so, or yeah, something? Yeah, he's on the ground. He like, takes a banana and shoves in his face. Like, the thing with Piper was he would like insult you once. And then before you can re- re- respond to it, mm-hmm. he insults you three more times. And the next thing you know, you were hitting him with a chair. Right. Or he was gone. It was right. just like, he didn't care. He Which was, is, if you really think about it, it was kind of like the original Jerry Springer with the, the mm-hmm. you know, that type of shit. And I know Russell wrestling is fake. I'm not one of those fucking losers that thinks it's real. I didn't just shock you. Did I get like, you know, it's fake, right? It's fake. Oh, oh Jesus Christ. <laughs> <laughs> Um, but then like, you know, after he left, he left wrestling for a while, I think to make a couple movies and then they were just shitty guy. Like, uh, remember that guy, brother love? Oh my yeah. God. He was fucking terrible. Who? This guy, brother love. He would like be one of those, uh, evangelists and like yeah, he'd interview he was, people. Like, the first like manager of the undertaker. Yeah. 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 He was terrible. He was terrible. But Roddy Piper was the, uh, was the original. Remember, uh, he was actually in the first WrestleMania and in the second WrestleMania, he boxed Mr. T. Yes. Yeah. <laughs> Totally 80s there and a real boxing match. (laughs) So that was just. Remember the cartoon? The fucking 80s cartoon? cartoon, I remember that. And he drove I like a. Used to watch that. He drove like a dune buggy that was powered by bagpipes or something like that. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Let me see if I can find a picture of it. If I find a picture of it, I'm posting on Twitter. <laughs> but um, I think he like set the stage for a lot of the wrestlers now because he was. He wasn't the greatest wrestler. He would just go out there and like no. brawl with you and like punch you in the face and like, do whatever. Yeah. He was so good off the mic and he was so quick. Like he could just like he just said things off his head and was right. just like and that's when and here it, it is. I found it. Yeah, yeah. Yes, I'm posting this on Twitter. It's a rowdy Roddy Piper mobile. <laughs> <laughs> and the '80s was um, the '80s was when um, wrestling, Russ actually wrestling didn't become that important. It was more I love about how you say wrestling. It was more about um, my favorite thing. camera stuff. No, it was more about personality. Yeah. I mean, look at Hulk Hogan. He had like two moves. The leg drop and he the was fucking, a terrible wrestler. Yeah. yeah, terrible wrestler, but he had just a great persona and he just come Chris out. Chris Finley like, says wrestling, by on, the way. Fire. Wrestling. What's wrong with the way I say wrestling? Wrestling. 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 <laughs> Who gives a shit? I do. Because it's funny. <laughs> Well, they kind of had that personas because, like back then, they didn't go to the top rope. They didn't. Like, a couple guys did, like 
now like they all do it, whatever. But yeah, they had to like bring like Piper would just like you can hear him screaming when he was doing like a match. You can hear him just like, like if he gave somebody a microphone, he would scream over them. Like, right, fucking like, into the oh, microphone. Oh, dude, he had that voice. He was just so intense, yeah. and it's like no surprise that the guy dies of a heart attack. Right, he right. was like the most intense. He was always guy. yeah, even in his later years and shit. Um, the one thing that just just remind me of too that wrestling was funny because I'm you know when I was a kid I'm watching wrestling and of course they had the stereotypical wrestlers and of course you had the Soviet wrestler Nikolai Volkov right and he would come out to the to the ring and he'd sing the Soviet national anthem well in true wrestling style the crowd would boo and throw shit at him and say you suck your country blows and shit like that so the first time I went to a hockey game the Devils the New Jersey New Jersey Devils happen to be playing the Toronto Maple Leafs. So they have to play the Canadian National Anthem. So they play the Canadian National Anthem, and I stand up like I thought I was supposed to do and start fucking booing. <laughs> Boo! Canada sucks! You know, and I'm like eight. <laughs> My dad's like, sit down! What are you doing? Don't do that! <laughs> so, like, I learned that from wrestling. Yeah. I thought it was a normal thing to do. I mean, fuck Canada. Who gives a shit? Fuck Canada. What are they going to do? Go to war? Or Salvation Army can kick their ass. <laughs> so I'm not, I'm not, whatever. And so, so wrestling, that old school wrestling, Wrestling just kind of molded my childhood. So Piper passing away uh, kind of affected me deeply. So to make a tribute to Roddy Piper, I actually printed out uh, the script to the best one of the best fight scenes in any movie ever. And that's a movie They Live starring Rowdy Roddy Piper. And if you haven't seen this movie, get the fuck out and go fucking see it. This movie rocks. It's about aliens, fucking Piper shooting people up and shit. And it has one of my favorite black guys in it of all time. Yes. Oh, my God. His name just slipped my head. Keith David. Keith and he's David. actually a friend of mine, which is interesting. But the, it's about the aliens control the world and, and somehow – uh, a great Roddy Piper finds these sunglasses and he can see all the aliens and what they really look like. And he has some fucking awesome lines. Like one, like he puts his glasses on and like he sees the, the alien and he's like, you look like your head fell in cheese dip. <laughs> or like one thing he said is, you're okay. This one's real fucking ugly. And he points at other ones. And, um, oh, this is a good one. He says, he puts the glasses on, looks at this alien. He says, I put them on for maldehyde face. <laughs> for maldehyde face. <laughs> classic rips but anyway um me and cassie are going to recite the uh, fight scene from they live i of course will be keith david i'll be doing my um i'll be d- actually uh, i'll be doing my uh voice for keith david which sounds very similar to pops and cassie will be rowdy rowdy piper so making our uh acting debut right here <laughs> drinking dirty in jersey okay i'm gonna go first you ain't showing me nothing i got a wife and kids leave me alone get out of here no one week's pay? It's the best I can do. Wait. Not this year, okay? Come on. Is this, I, this is out of order. <laughs> <laughs> what are you talking about? It's not out of order. <laughs> this whole courtroom's out of order. I was going to say <laughs> I don't want to fight you. Stop it. Put on the glasses. I told you. I didn't want to be involved, you dirty motherfucker. Take a look. Put them on. You better find some place to hide. Try these on. You crazy motherfucker. Put these on. Stay away from me. I'm trying to save you and your family's life. You can't even save yourself. I'm giving you a choice. Put, no. Put, I- these, put these on or start eating the trash can. No, I'm sorry. Put the, put the glasses on. Put them on. Fuck you. Look, they're everywhere. <laughs> they can see us. They're at what? And spring. <laughs> <laughs> and then they go on to fight and have an awesome fight scene. It's awesome. The best part about that was they redid it on South Park with Timmy and Jimmy. Yes, yes. <laughs> just a classic movie. So I love that movie. Um, Put on the glasses. It's just Put the a great movie. Gil, you've seen Dave. Yes, yeah, yeah, of course. Sure. That's a stupid question, but he was actually not a bad actor. No, Roddy, I'm Roddy surprised his, his his like he was also on It's Always Sunny. Didn't like take off. Anymore. Yes, like I mean, he he was just he was that kind of person like. I think nowadays maybe his acting career would have taken off because he was just in, like cheesy movies. Well, look at The Rock. I mean, yeah. The Rock. I mean, he's now. a terrible actor. He's just like whatever. He's just like yeah. He's always the same guy. He's in like The Mummy or whatever that movie was. He had a, oh, no The line. Scorpion King. Whatever. Uh, he had yeah. no lines in whole movie, and it's like oh, no, I know God. it was it was a Conan ripoff. He like kind of ruined the movie. I mean, like Roddy Piper was actually in this movie called Return to Frogtown. If you ever saw that, and it was a post-apocalyptic movie and his job was to find the remaining females and have sex with them to procreate <laughs> it was on usa up all night i'll never forget it, it dude was, i would totally do him sounds even now that now. he's dead wait no not that when he's you were dead. 12 <laughs> i wasn't watching wrestling when i was 12 speaking of wrestling and sex hulk hogan 
was fired from WWE, what, two weeks ago or a week ago, whatever it was, because of a racist tirade that he did on his sex tape. Now, for those of you that don't know, Hulk Hogan made a sex tape with his former best friend's wife, Bubba the Love Sponge. Um, I think she just, I think she just like swallowed his throat yogurt or something. Oh, but it was just a blowjob on tape. But in the tape, he said some pretty pops esque stuff. Like some of the stuff he said is, um, you know, I'll try to do a Hulk Hogan impersonation. I don't know if Brooke was fucking the black guy's son. Hulk brother, brave brother, brother. <laughs> I mean, my, my Hulk Hogan voice sounds a lot like pops. Brother, I mean. I don't have double standards. I mean, a racist to a you point. You do sound like pops. Fucking N words. He didn't say N words, by the way. But then, when it comes to nice people and shit and whatever, can we use a word in sp- instead of N word? Like, like um, nougat. potato nougat. 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 All right, let me read that over using nougat. <laughs> I mean, I don't have double standards, brother. I mean, I'm a racist to a point. Fucking nougat. <laughs> Then, when it comes to nice people and shit and whatever, all these nougans. <laughs> but then, uh, according to a source, he said, brother, I mean, if she was going to fuck some nougat, I'd rather marry an eight foot tall nougat with a hundred million dollars like a basketball player. Oh, my God. I guess we're all a little racist. Fucking nougat. <laughs> I'm not going to spit beer everywhere. <laughs> So Hulk Hogan was fired. I didn't wish to work for WWE, uh, but I guess he did. In what capacity? I think he was just on like the WrestleManias and stuff. Like he showed up like now and then. They so probably paid not, him at least a decent amount of money. It's not a big blow to Hulk Hogan's career. Well, but I think they were selling a lot of his like memorabilia and like shirts and stuff. So got and he was getting um, probably part of it. Because when they fired him, they took all his stuff off the website from what I read in the article. Oh, uh, okay. Yeah, you know, like the Hulk rules uh, T-shirt what and stuff heck, like yeah, that. Like, uh, <laughs> I don't know. Hulk Hogan always came across to me as a scumbag. There was always those he stories. He had, like, spray on tan. He yeah. was a Florida scumbag. There was no offense to Florida. No, it's true. He was a Florida scumbag. He's from a panhandle. When I was a kid, there, when he was, and he was huge, there was a story that he loved Hawaiian tropics so much that he used to put it on his steaks and fucking eat it. Ugh. Oh, I remember hearing about that. Yeah. So, like, it was like, an, I don't know if it was an urban legend or it was actually true. But come uh, on the show, you gotta ask him. Yeah, right. He's got nothing to do now, anyways. Right, he's unemployed. <laughs> hey, come on. You can take uh, King Rhino's place or Big Rhino, whatever the fuck his <laughs> name King is. King Rhino, Big Rhino. <laughs> he ain't getting any. Uh, he's not releasing any throat yogurt lately. No! Oh, drink. Until his, except for in his hand. <laughs> <laughs> Ew, dusty, dusty throat yogurt. Oh, oh drink. <laughs> Blanks. <laughs> Blanks. <laughs> Unusable. To stick his dick in a cocoon to fucking Ew. cocoon. <laughs> cocoon. <laughs> a cocoon. A cocoon. A cocoon. Uh, another story that I want to bring up. Cassie actually wanted me to talk about this. This brought. I guess there's this thing called the Arch That Back Challenge. Yeah, it's like taking over Twitter and Instagram and Where, um, social media. Right, and what happens is that girls like arch their back in a picture to like kind of I guess protrude their ass. Yeah, and this one girl did it. This girl named Sabrina Brooks, and she actually broke her back while trying and to died. do this and died. Oh my God, <laughs> arching her back. Yeah. yeah. Says while attempting to arch her back, Brooks extended her lower back too far which caused a vertebrae to break, instantly killing Brooks. Jesus. For, and, and there's a picture <laughs> There's a picture of her ass. She has a nice ass. Like, I don't think she really needed to arch her back. So, I mean, this is ridiculous. Show that on the Ustream. Yeah. Oh, yeah. Forgot. We're on TV. Um, if you can see the ass there on the Ustream camera. You can see the ass. She has a nice ass. And actually, you if you... Yeah, if you uh, Google Sabrina Brooks, it actually pops right up. Damn, yeah. So you can actually see the ass. But Cassie, I mean, um, have you arched your back for? Uh, Dude, I have the flattest ass in the world. I swear. Well, you to God. don't actually. You think you do, but, but and you I have don't. no arch to my back, so like, eh, I'd probably end up breaking my back and dying too. I tried it in the mirror earlier today, but then I had the poop. I don't understand how you would have to. <laughs> you would arch your back so much that your back would break. It, it's. It almost seems like that's why when Cassie first gave me this story, I asked if she got it off the onion or something because it sounds. <laughs> Like fake. a fake story, yeah, but, no. it's, but not. it's not. It's like a legit <laughs> yeah. story. It's a real story. No, the girl had a great ass. What a shame. That's why it's a shame because she had a great ass. It is. It's a waste. If she was ugly, well, um, maybe she is ugly. She just probably has a nice ass. Well, who cares about the rest? What if of she's it? a butterface. Yeah, right. Just put a bag over. It's not the girl who drank twenty eight red Red Bulls a day and went blind and was like one hundred fifty pounds. 
What? In England. <laughs> she went blind? Yeah, 28 a day. Jesus Christ. She was like, I don't know why I'm getting weight. She why did she want fucking wings? a day, you fat bitch? She wanted fucking wings. <laughs> Maybe she ate too many wings and just got confused. I don't know why. I have hot dog fingers now. She was like, having more kids to like, get more welfare to buy more Red Bull. Oh, oh my God. Christ. Addicted to Red Bull. I hate that shit. I, was not, I never got into the whole No, I, I never liked phase. it. It tastes like vitamins. I hate Red Bull and Jägermeister. I hate it so much. I hate the smell of it. Yeah. No, I and somebody always buys me one. Jägerbomb. Like, I bought you a Jägerbomb. Thank you. That's asshole. because of where you live, dude. Yeah. That's why. Well, yeah, it's a Jersey thing. It's no, definitely a Jersey no. thing. No, I'm talking about the area of Jersey. Oh, yes. Gil happens to live in the Guido area. Yes. Yeah, Jägerbombs. Right. Like, like if um, if uh, ISIS were Guidos, they'd live where Gil lives. Yes. Yes. Like, <laughs> yes. Well, I think Staten Island is the Guido haven of the earth. I oh, believe. Like, yes. I agree. I'm yes. from is probably like second. It's like second in line yeah. for Guido Haven. Yes. Right. Jaeger bombs. Ugh. Jaeger bombs. Ugh. <laughs> so, um, actually, I should announce this earlier, but I didn't, and I didn't. We didn't even know this, which is sad because we're drinking dirty in Jersey today. Is International Beer Day. Um, I guess you should have lied and say that we knew it. Yeah, I mean, well, Certainly. you know, I, I'm on, I'm on honest guy. I, I tell the truth, so you know, the, the truth is we didn't know because yesterday was IPA day. So you know, who figures that these holidays yeah. are back to back? I'm guessing it's the first Friday in August. I think that's why. I, I, I guess that's how it works. Day. But um, there's 17 you know, for International Beer Day. There's actually 17 interesting facts that I'm going to read to you about beer, and some of these are actually pretty interesting. I was reading these earlier. Um, and some of them are pretty obvious. Like the first one is humid weather makes beer warm up quicker. That makes sense. I mean, that's not a right. shocker. That's not going to change anybody. Um, another thing is beer acts as an antiseptic due to ethanol, hmm. which is an intoxicant in beer and a very powerful anesthetic anesthetic too. Well, that makes sense because if I'm sick and I drink, I get feel better. Right. Because of the, the vitamins and shit. Uh, yeah, but I think if I have, I'm, a cut, I'm not pouring beer on it. Well, doesn't a lot of it have to do with the alcohol that makes you feel better, though? You really no, you happen? actually feel better the next day because you're like – like if you drink enough, it like cures you. It, Can't like, you run a fucking infection. car on ethanol and we're drinking – this is yes. a beer? Yes. You it's can actually nuts. run a car on beer. That's all, well, They've done it. Yeah, now they are doing that. We actually read that story last week uh, – two weeks ago. A couple ago. weeks ago. It's not going for the engine, though. Did you know – <laughs> Shut up, sophomore in college. Um, <laughs> did you know wow. the glass you drink out of can affect the taste of your beer? I did know that because yes. they have special glasses for IPAs, right? And for the same Adam's glass, it does taste a lot better. And the, the same glass. Stella glasses, or whatever. which I find fascinating. So the way beer yes. sits, uh, I guess, determines the flavors that hit. Well, your also, mouth. you have there's different styles of glasses for different styles of beers too. Yes, well, that's right. And you're supposed to use proper glassware, but most people don't. And these fucking beer nerds like made up these glasses that make the beer taste better. When somebody says, "Oh, this is a glass especially for IPA," when I first heard Spli- that, Spliglau. yeah, glasses, yeah. So when or somebody first like said that. that, I didn't believe. I'm like, "What are you talking about? How does a beer taste different it in does. different glasses?" But it actually does. Um, the same technology that is used to monitor bubbles in beer is used to monitor volcanoes. Wow! Wow! Well, that's interesting. I guess. Um, Deep. That's, That's deep. deep. <laughs> That's kind of boring, actually. Anyway, um, <laughs> oxygen might be your lifeline, but is the enemy of your beer lover. Of your beer. What? Yeah, that's why, like, <laughs> that's why they say, like, beer's oxidizing in a can because there's less oxygen. Oh. In can. When in a bottle, there's more. When it oxidizes, air in the can. it gets skunky. Gotcha. Um, now, about 2.5 pints of CO2 is dissolved in a pint of beer that you drink. Wow. I didn't know it was that much. Wow. Okay. Now this is interesting. I, I read this earlier, and I because I, I always wondered what these things were on the bottom of a beer bottle. The bumps, the bumps on the bottom of your beer bottle help the bottle move around the factory easy. Yeah, that makes sense because it actually grips the bottom. Yeah, that makes sense. So that makes sense. The, you know those bumps you always feel. That's like when the Laverne and Shirley opening. Right. Yeah, when they put the glove on, the glove which is on. just hilarious. Because yeah. they live in Milwaukee. Yes, every time I see that, I just die laughing. I mean, who puts the glove on the bottle? Oh, my God. So hilarious. Oh, my God. <laughs> <laughs> anyway, um, <laughs> do you know that it was back in 1850 
that the first beer bottle was sold 1850. Wow. Before that, I guess it was just whiskey. I mean, there was no beer before that. Or maybe with the first bottle that you could take right. home. Well, they were homebrewing. To drink with your... Like George Washington homebrewed. Hmm. Yes, I knew that. I knew that. So you, But I guess it became legal to distribute around that time. Um, now, light... What? Light that's bouncing inside the head on a pint is what imparts a different color to the beer. Interesting. Very interesting. Mm. Whoa. This one's from a long time ago. A clay tablet from 4000 BC was found to have the oldest beer advertisement. Wow. That's crazy. <laughs> well, dude, everybody well, wants to get read drunk. back then. So, and B- BC means before Christ. In case you didn't know that. Keep the Christ and Gilchrist. Right, nice. right. Uh, so 4,000 years before Christ, there were beer advertisements. Was it Budweiser advertisements? No. Um, the first Please. professional... Like... They didn't have Beechwood back then. Right. Yeah, Beechwood wasn't invented yet or <laughs> used in a beer before before Christ. Before Beechwood. Maybe it should be BB. Oh, we have a caller. Oh, yes. Thank God. Um, <laughs> hello. You're on Drinking Dirty in Jersey. Hi, this is Marty Willard calling from Twisted Lynn Cider. Yay, yes, Marty. Hi. We're very excited that you called in. Um, uh, we, we, uh, we've been doing a lot of research on your cider over the past week, and uh, we just have a couple of questions for you now. Um, tell us a little bit of history about Twisted Lynn Cider and what made you decide to start making cider. Well, uh, the three guys who run the company, it's myself, a fellow named Frank Boris and Michael Scruffy DeLalo. Um, we all played rugby together at Rutgers. Mm. Oh. And uh, <laughs> Frank, <laughs> Frank and Scruffy are engineers, uh, and they're far smarter than I am. Mm-hmm. And they were able to wrap their head around how to make beer. I uh, I wasn't so good, and uh, I thought the wine making route would be easier. Gotcha. Gotcha. Yeah, so, so according to the state of New Jersey. Right. So it's kind, of, it's kind of a compromise between beer and wine. Cider's like right in the middle there. Yeah, but um, I mean, to a lot of people, but to the people in Trenton who work for the state of New Jersey, they decided that um, that because it's fermented fruit juice, it's wine. And full stop, that's the end of the story. Mm-hmm. So... Uh, in 2011, after, you know, the sort of economic crisis and we were recent graduates, um, opening a brewery really was not something that was, like, even remotely feasible. But because mm-hmm. of this wine, uh, this farm winery license, we were able to uh, to apply for that permit. And uh, it took us a long time, but we just got it in October of 2014. Nice, nice. Okay. Um, now, what made you decide to call the cider company Twisted Limb? Uh, you know, <laughs> uh, we were thinking about a name, and uh, we had, I think, a case of beer and two bottles of bourbon. And when we woke up the next morning, it was called Twisted Limb, and that's that. <laughs> okay. Nice. The, yeah, the yeah, best. I, 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 <laughs> I the wish best there was a better is- story, but, but that's about it. No, that's good enough. I mean, the best ideas I've ever come up with are, are you know, night of drinking. Um, I just have to make sure that we, that I write down what I'm thinking because I usually don't remember the next day. So I always have notes handy uh, j- just in case. Um, yeah, now, no, that's, that's super important. Right, right. <laughs> now, um, you guys actually used ravaged trees that fell victim to Hurricane Sandy to build the barn for the cider mill, correct? Yeah, we did. Um Frank, as I said, is an engineer. Uh, his dad helped us a lot. He had just retired from the state police. Mm-hmm. And um, I'm not so handy, let's say. Uh, but they gave me a, a good training program, and we had essentially free lumber. People would ask us to take these trees away for them. Mm-hmm. And we came and got them. We sliced them up into lumber, and we hammered them together. And now uh, we've got like a... A fifteen hundred square foot barn. It's two stories, and that's where we do. Uh, that's where we do all our work. Nice, awesome. And um, now you also use apples that are grown right in New Jersey, right? Yeah, we um, planted an orchard up at the barn, uh, and that's part of our permit. But we also 
uh, really want to focus on using everything from New Jersey. Mm-hmm. Uh, but we also work with some local farmers uh, because we can't produce enough apples on our own to do everything start to finish. Uh, so we support local farmers and local beekeepers to make our products. Nice. Awesome. Awesome. Um, have you ever like thought about using Mackinac peaches? Uh, they're from Oregon, and they're only ripe two weeks out of the year. Um, but they're really, really good. Just um, if you ever fumigate your apartment for fleas, just don't sit in there because you lose your taste for them. But they're really, really good. Um, <laughs> yeah, we're... We're actually we're really open to using all kinds of stuff. We uh, we grow some hops up at the farm, mm-hmm. and uh, we're thinking about making a batch of cider um, and using an IPA yeast, nice. putting a lot of hops in there, and then instead of using honey for the carbonation, which is what we normally do, uh, mm-hmm. using sorghum molasses as the secondary uh, the secondary sugar to give those uh, those bubbles. Yeah, very interesting. Very interesting. That's awesome. Yeah, I haven't got a clue how it'll taste, but uh, but it's worth a try anyway. Yeah, definitely, definitely. Um, now, uh, correct me if I'm wrong, but you guys have out right now uh, two different uh, ciders. Now we have one of them that we're actually going to try for the first time right now. We have the um, we have the hard apple cider um, that we're going to open up right now. The if regular, can, not can, the Bavarian. Yeah, the regular one. Uh, I'm going to have Cassie. <laughs> right. Yeah. One. Yeah, I'm, I'm trying to open so, it, but I can't. Yeah. <laughs> now, it, now, before we, we try this one, actually, you also have the um, the original. Oh, Jesus, I can't open it either. Yeah, the the the, the, the original hard cider Careful. was that was that the first cider that you explode. made? Yeah, so we we made two. We started with the original. Um, we use uh, <laughs> like an ale yeast, so you're going to get um, a sort of dryness and a really strong bubble, the way you might get from uh, champagne. Uh-huh. Nice. And um and then right right at the very tail end of that you're gonna taste some of the uh some of the bourbon barrel flavor. So it's it's gonna be a little bit dry, an apple flavor, and then that little bit of smokiness from the bourbon. Uh-huh. The other type that we make, uh we use a, a Hefeweizen yeast. Oh yeah, so it's nice. Really the only yeah, it's the only sort of, uh, we call it Bavarian style, but it's the only Hefeweizen yeast-made cider that we've ever come across in the world. Um, and that has a different texture bubble, and we normally serve that with uh, an orange twist. And that, mm-hmm. that citrus oil, for whatever reason, it makes the apple flavor come through a little bit stronger. So even though we make the products the same exact way we start with the same fresh apples freshly pressed apples uh it's a different kind of yeast and that results in a different kind of bubble and a different kind of flavor some people perceive one as being sweeter one as being drier uh, but it's really just all about what you, what you prefer nice now do you need to be on steroids to open up your cider because we just had to pass this <laughs> to three different people and we finally got it open leave it to a bunch of rugby players from Rutgers to make a bottle you can't yeah. open <laughs> yeah I mean you know we did we did build our barn out of lumber that we made ourselves so I, I maybe we have a little bit of a grip but um, normally if, if we have trouble with it we use a corkscrew I don't know. Uh, I don't know uh, what you guys are, are doing over on your end. We were just opening it. I, yeah. I was opening it while I was talking with you, so I'm twisting it, and I can't. And I pass it to my wife because that's the manly thing to do to try to have her open it. And then she couldn't open it. And then finally, our, our buddy Steve finally got it open for us, and we're tasting it. It's actually really, really good. I, I, I like it a lot. Definitely tell it's aged, like a, like barrel aged. Yeah, yeah. Yeah, I'm, uh, I'm glad you like it. I'm glad you uh, you twisted your limbs to uh, to open it up. That's <laughs> <laughs> <It was> very good. <clears throat> yeah, there's going to be um, a little bit of sediment in the bottom, uh-huh. and this is something that that happens. It'll happen with certain kinds of wine that are unfiltered, but we're unfiltered, unpasteurized. We don't use any sulfate to preserve it. It's a completely natural product. Even the carbon dioxide that's in it comes from honey, which we get from the Nashanic Valley beekeepers, and that's wildflower honey. And we throw that in there, and the sort of, it makes it a little bit stronger, about half a percent stronger, but the carbon dioxide from that chemical reaction is trapped by the cork, and that's where you're getting that natural carbon dioxide. We don't use a sort of gas to, to, to make it. 
Gotcha. And I see that it's also it's uh, 6.8% yeah, ABV, yeah. which is actually a good ABV. It's not too strong and not too weak. It's like right, it's right there. It's actually perfect for a cider. Yeah, we, we have to be a little bit careful because people say, oh, this is like some bubbly apple juice, and, and I've drank two bottles. And it's like, well, you, you just basically <laughs> drank a 12-pack of Coors Light. So, <laughs> yeah. Yeah, you can't go too strong there. Now, it reminds me of this uh, this cider that they make out in Michigan called the Mitten, which is like a barrel-aged cider. That's what it reminds It's so good. Yeah. That back. Yeah, sure. Um, <laughs> no, you can definitely get that taste of the barrel aged in there, which I which I like a lot. Which I which I definitely like a lot. Um which uh good beer drinkers like that taste a lot, the the, yeah. the barrel aged. The barrel aged ciders are really the only ciders that are drinkable. Yeah, right, right. Um <clears throat> now do you have I'm, I'm really glad <clears throat> sorry, excuse me, I was just gonna say uh, I'm I'm really glad you like it. Uh, for the people listening at home, I guess. Um it's really not very sweet at all, which no, it's not. Uh, people, yeah, people at first don't believe us, but um, all the the sort of sugar from the cider itself gets turned into alcohol, which is why it's a little bit stronger. Right. Mm-hmm. You're not you're you're not getting any any apple juice flavor. You're getting a, a bubbly, uh, almost kind of like a like a the way a wine the way like, the way grape like juice is for wine yeah yeah right. kind of like if a if a great wine was mixed with zima that's kind of what it tastes like <laughs> I, I don't taste that at all i get more of like a i get more of like a white wine sort of feel to that yeah no it does have like like a before dinner kind of sipping drink that's yeah. what i kind of get no but it's good i'm upset i didn't get the bavarian though <clears throat> they didn't have it they were sold out that's okay. We'll get the next um, one. I'm really sorry about that. Actually, tomorrow morning, we're going to be at the Atlantic City Cider Social. Okay. And so we'll be pouring, we'll, we'll be pouring a lot there. Um, and if there's any left over, next time I go through Blairstown, I'll be sure to drop you off some. Sweet. Um, and that's a, little bit, that's a little bit extra fun because you can throw that orange twist in there. You could use a lemon, uh, a grapefruit even, and, and you can really... You get that sort of extra apple flavor, despite the fact that it's a citrus fruit. Really strange, but but really delicious. Awesome, awesome. Now, um, do you have plans to make uh, more different? I mean, I know you mentioned the IPA one. Is there plans to make uh, more different types of cider in the future? Well, it's it's interesting that you ask that. One of the things that that I would like to do is try, um, and this all depends on Mother Nature, because what, however, the apples are each harvest is that's our base thing that we have to work with so um if we get a good amount of rainfall this like towards the end of august early september we can do different things um than like last year where it was there there really wasn't as much moisture so one thing i want to try is to use a a pinot grigio yeast Mm -hmm. and see depending on, on the size of the apple, how much skin there is to the sort of apple flesh, we might be able to turn out a really good um, Pinot Grigio. And then uh, about two or three months ago, we used a Belgian Abbey yeast, mm-hmm. and we made one batch uh, that <clears throat> it was just apples, honey, and then we put a, a ginger in the food processor and then put that ginger in there to ferment. Mm-hmm. And one we used. Just, um, we used a whole bunch of lemons, and we let that ferment, and they both came out absolutely unbelievable. <clears throat> really, really good. The way, uh, similar to a sort of lemon shandy style beer, you may or may not have tried. Um, but yes. we got ours from just apples, honey, and lemons. Same thing: apples, honey, and, and ginger. Really, nice. really, we we were all actually pretty surprised. <laughs> Right. No, it sounds fun. It's, it sounds it's really fun. funny because when I was at the liquor store today, I tried the, the lemon ginger. They let me try it because I told them I was on a radio show. Oh, they, yeah. they have some up there in Stillwater. Yeah, they, that's yeah. the sort of secret connection that they have up there. Yes, and they were how, like, how did you like the lemon like, ginger? Uh, yeah. <laughs> um, I, I liked it, not as much as this apple one, but because um, it was a lot more gingery than I thought it would be. I wanted it to be more lemony. So I should have tried the uh, lemon, okay. but um, I liked it. It, it, it was it was crisp. It was very like refreshing. Did it go down smooth like throat yogurt? Oh my god! Oh, drink. <laughs> <laughs> yes. What do I even? Yeah. One, one thing that we're 
I mean, I don't want to say we brag about it, but we do certainly talk about it a lot, is that we only use apples and honey. So I'm, I'm not going to say it's healthy for you to, to drink our stuff, but you, you definitely know what you're getting when you buy a bottle of Twisted Leonard, like apples, right. honey, and then whatever else, you know? At natural ingredients, natural ingredients. Yeah, so exactly. So really what you're going to make really depends on, on moisture, right? Like kind of like the farm that Luke Skywalker grew up on, like a moisture farm. Oh, my God. <laughs> Did you really just make that reference? <laughs> Seriously. So I, I, I get it. Cool, cool. Um, <laughs> now, now I, I, I know you mentioned you're going to a, a cider, a cider event tomorrow. But is there any, um, you know, special events coming up that you'd like to talk about or promote? Yeah, definitely. We're um, we've been buying uh, bourbon barrels from Kentucky, and uh, they've. Like like you said about your friends up in Michigan with, with their barrel-age cider, a lot of craft brewers are using barrels. So the price of barrels has, has like, tripled in the last two years or something like that. Um, but we got these little 15-gallon um, barrels, mm-hmm. and we made a special 15-gallon batch for um, uh, a bar called Wassale. It's on the Lower East Side of New York. It's on uh, Orchard Street. Mm-hmm. And we're delivering it uh, Thursday night, so it's going to be August thirteenth, uh, I think it is. It's it's uh, six days from now, so they're going to open it. They're going to leave it on the bar. They're going to pour it out of the tap. Um, you, you can't even carbonate it when it's a wooden barrel, so you, you sort of put the the glass almost all the way on the ground, and you open up this tap to let it naturally aerate right out of the barrel. Um, and nice. we're really excited to try it. We haven't tried it yet. It could be a huge disaster, which I hope it's not. But, uh, but yeah, we will be pouring uh, at, at Wasail on, on Thursday night. So awesome. pretty excited awesome. stuff. Well, I really appreciate you called, calling in. Um, you know, we're, we're big fans of you guys. I mean, any company from Jersey, uh, we're big fans. We're going to continue to promote you. Um, you know, I'm not lying when I say the cider is very good. I'm actually not <clears> – <throat> I'm going to be honest with you. I'm not a huge fan of cider, but I actually really like this cider. Yeah, it gives um, him heartburn. Yeah, no, but I, I actually – this doesn't have <laughs> that sweetness kick that most ciders have. So I, I, I really like it, and I'm actually going to drink this whole bottle. So um, <clears throat> it's very good. And, uh, you know, like I said, I really appreciate you calling in. We're going to continue to promote you guys. Um, and, uh, you know, th- I'd love thank- to come visit, too, because yeah, you guys definitely. are, like, down the street from us, really. Yeah, definitely. I mean, yeah, I think, I think we're going to try and do a little party maybe at the end of September. Oh, awesome. Um, and we'll make, we'll make a special batch for everyone, and you can bring a tent, and we'll have a big slumber party. Um, and, nice. and I, I really appreciate the feedback also of saying, uh, thing that a lot of times you don't like cider i appreciate that we try and make the best product we can and every person that we convince i i I think it's a battle but i'm really glad that we can make something that even when you don't like the category you say yeah but i'll make an exception to you guys i i I really appreciate the open-mindedness from you guys and and the offer to call in and and talk about cider yeah no problem man no problem man thank you very much man thank you so much yeah, thank you, and enjoy uh, the rest of your show. I, I listened to an episode earlier today. It sounds like you guys always have a good time on Friday nights on your show. <laughs> so, uh, <laughs> maybe, uh, maybe we'll get to do do a show in person one time. Yes, yeah, that'd be definitely. great. Definitely, man. Oh, that sounds wonderful. Thank you very much for having me. Thanks, All right, Marty. guys. Thank you, Mendez. All righty, good night. Go home. <laughs> Awesome. No, cider is really good. I just wasn't saying that. Uh, no, it's really, really Did you really, really just it. go haul them? Well, I played rugby at we Seton Hall. We have two Seton Haulers in the house. Yes. Oh, that's why you made a noise. Yeah, I played rugby yeah. at Seton Hall. We used to be the crap maybe, out of them. I thought maybe you had a problem with rugby players. No, we had a problem no, with Rutgers rugby players. Oh, that's, okay. It's, yeah, it's a thing. Yeah. Dude, we're like almost out of time. Well, this is what I want to do. I, I, Pops wants to come on. I got to get Pops in. So you might have to do the taste test just for the Ustream We'll camera. do t- taste test on Ustream. Okay. I want to do the freaking taste test. I'm excited about well, the Well, Pops test. has to come well, on. This is the first time I've been over. Cass, you can actually take part in the taste test. Seriously? I know. We'll still do it. Uh, we're just running out of time in uh, in L.A. Uh, L.A. on their you know hour-long show on Ustream. We commend the time. Hobo's taking her damn anyway, in Anyway, Pops going to come on. If you don't know who Pops <laughs> is, he's a black puppet who just hates everybody. Uh, he equally hates everybody. Uh, he's very offensive. He doesn't reflect the views of Drinking Dirty in Jersey, but he's going to come on right now. He actually wants to talk about the GOP debate from last night. So uh, I'm going to leave the mic, and then when Pops is done, I'll be back. So I'll see you when I get back. Yo! Yo, Pops! Yo, what up, Crackers? Look, Gilk is here. Pops. He hasn't been here. Oh, what up, Crackers?
motherfucking long time no see. I heard that you didn't get a blowjob until you were a sophomore in college. Holy Who pathetic. That's the most pathetic thing I ever heard. Holy mackerel. Jesus Christ. My mustache is less pathetic than that. Oh, my God. Now, wow. what do you call a Mexican with a vasectomy? A what? A dry Martinez. <laughs> oh, my God. That's awesome. <laughs> so, anyway... Big political debate last night between the racist white bread Republicans talking about taxing people with steel wallets. What the fuck is that? <laughs> it was so white up there, it looked like a ski vacation brochure. Oh my god. Oh my god. What? <laughs> the one black guy up there, Token, whatever his name was. <laughs> Token. He was the whitest one on stage, Carlton motherfucker. <laughs> the doctor. This ain't no Tom Jones dance contest. <laughs> What the fuck are you doing? Don't get me wrong. The yeah. Democrats ain't no better. Hillary Clinton? I wouldn't fuck her with a borrowed dick. <laughs> At least your husband was slinging throat yogurt. Oh, drink. And Bernie Sanders, he should go back to his old job as the music teacher on The Simpsons. What the fuck is that? That's awesome. It's time for a black president. Yo, just started. A black president. That's right. Obama don't count. I've seen blacker things on a steak and ale menu. <laughs> like, I think that, like, what about Martin Lawrence? He's not doing anything. I'd vote for him. He's not doing anything. Who would fuck with us? He's so crazy. <laughs> <laughs> oh, what about Brother LeVar Burton? That's right. That motherfucker was in Roots. Reading Although, Rainbow. Right. Although Pops thinks some brothers are reading LeVar's rainbow on the download. If you know what I mean. Like Mr. Green from Clue. You know a faggot. That's right. Wow. Wow. All right. All right. I didn't say that. I didn't mean to suggest anything. That's right. Anyway, Pops got to go. We're running out of time. Pops is cut short. Anyway, uh, Mendez out. Oh, boy. That was bad. Okay, I'm back. It sounded wow. like he wrapped up pretty quick. He dropped the F bomb. Yeah, it pops out of control. The F bomb. Not the fuck bomb. Yeah. The other F bomb. Oh. The F bomb. The other one oh. Like a cigarette. The right? limp wristed yes. F bomb. Like I said, his views don't reflect those of drinking dirty in Jersey. So, uh, but anyway, folks, I think we should start wrapping up. And like I said, we're going to do the taste test on UStream. So yes. if you're watching at home on UStream, the show will not end. But Cassie, what do we got going on next week? Next week we have Cypress Brewing from Edison, New Jersey. Mm. Um, they're a new brewery that's open. They actually have a lot of beers on tap. Are they on a hill? Uh, uh no. <laughs> no. <laughs> yes. But their beers look awesome. They have like, they have a seven or eight beers on tap right now. Um, and, and a couple other beers that are, they're brewing. So awesome. Like a, a good Psyched. Deal. I like the name. I uh, can't wait to talk to them. Also, we may or may not have a porn star on next week. Uh, we're currently working on that. Who knows? Who knows? But if we do, we'll let you know. And, um, it's been a great show tonight. I want to thank um, uh, Twisted, Twisted Limb. Limb Cider. Sorry, I've been drinking for the past yeah, hour. That cider was actually very, very good. It's very good. Really it's not your typical it. cider. If you're not a cider fan, I encourage you to try this cider. If you like Angry it's Orchard, not, don't even waste your yeah, time. Yeah, it's right. not like a sweet apple juice. Like Red's apple ale. It's Ugh. Like right. And um, R.I.P. Rowdy Rowdy Piper. Yeah, I hope we uh, did a uh, nice tribute to you tonight up in heaven there. Um, have a drink on us and uh, Hulk Hogan, scumbag. Anyway, yeah. um... <laughs> I think we're about to, to wrap up, and um, yep. we'll see you next week, and uh, drink on. You're listening to Drinking Dirty in Jersey with Chris Finley and Cassie Finley right here on L.A. Talk Radio.